we can learn from our darkest moments. And if we choose to learn from those darkest moments, we can grow out of them and become something better so that a year later, a decade later, we can look back on our life and look at the number of miracles that have happened. And we can look back at our, our ourselves as we felt hopeless and feel grateful that we chose the path of healing and chose the path of learning. We can learn from failure. And when we do learn from failure, when we do learn from our setbacks, we can grow and that growth can compound on itself. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flow Over Fear podcast, where it is our mission to help you to rise above fear and realize your ultimate potential in leadership and life. I'm your host, Adam Hill, and it is my goal to share with you the human side of high performance. My guests share their experience with fear, anxiety, struggle, challenge, and most importantly, despite all of it, how they rose above it to achieve incredible results. So if you're ready to rise up, let's get started. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Flow Over Fear and Three Things. And today on this episode of Three Things, I want to share three empowering ways to look at failure. And this has been something that's been on my mind and on my heart lately because, you know, going through different challenging times and, and experiencing things in my life, especially over the last couple of years or few years that have felt like I was failing, it hasn't been a good feeling. And I know that for many people out there, um, especially amidst the, you know, environment that we're in, failure, the feel, feeling like, Failing, feeling like a failure can be a common theme. And one of the things that, that has happened to me that, that, that has changed in my perspective since I've began associating with people that I want to be like, that I want to emulate successful people. I've noticed that amidst the successes that they have, they also have experienced a lot of failure. And that's one of the things that. I talk about on the show with the people I interview is, is, you know, where have things gotten dark amidst this high performance that you've done that a lot of people have, have achieved great things despite having the significant challenges that have been in their lives that we might construe as failure. A lot of times we're really hard on ourselves. You know, we're hard on ourselves when things don't go the way we want them to because things don't land perfectly in the squares of the circles that we want them to land in. And because it didn't happen perfectly, we consider it a failure. We don't give ourselves a lot of grace in those moments. We don't, we don't shape our perspectives in the right way to actually look at it as a learning experience on which we can grow from and achieve new heights. I know that I am guilty of this. Often, I mean, daily, I'm probably guilty of this. And, and, and that's why I want to communicate this is, is not just to help other people to help and, and help you hopefully learn that failure doesn't have to be the be all end all of, of what you might be working on, but that it can be a platform for greater success. And I want to convey that to myself as well and continue to remind myself of that because no matter how we swing it, failure does not feel good. Setbacks do not feel good. When we, when we face challenges, a lot of times they don't feel good, but the secret to success is discomfort. 
and getting that and learning to be comfortable in that discomfort of what we perceive to be failure and maybe reframing it into something positive and celebrating those failures might be the way to achieve greater success. And so I want to kind of, I want to lead into this with a bit of a story about one of my first experiences with failure. I think I was about four or five years old and our family was visiting Yosemite. And I remember this was during the middle of winter. And so there was snow all around and, and everything looked majestic. And I remember that we went to an ice skating rink and my siblings who were all a few years older than I did, than I was, you know, took to the ice skating very, very easily. They, they got on the ice, they maybe flailed a little bit, but then they started going. But my four-year-old, five-year-old self, I didn't really take kindly to the ice. And I didn't want to venture out into the middle of the ice skating rink because that's where it was scary. That's where, you know, I would fall and I wouldn't have any support. So my goal for that trip to the ice skating rink was to just follow the wall all around the rink until I got to the other side. And I will tell you, within the first few feet, I, I held onto that wall. And as I held onto that wall and I kept moving down the, the ice, I would fall notoriously you know, and, and, uh, and, and fall on my butt. And then I'd be, I'd be there and I'd have to pick myself up and start crawling again. And I did that. And every time I fell, I got back up and I kept creeping along the wall. It was not a pretty sight. It was, it was darn right ugly. But as I got about halfway down, halfway along the ice skating rink, I remember that I had people that were just watching me, that were really cheering me on, that really wanted me to succeed in this. And it was no longer just a series of a bunch of little failures where I kept falling down, but it became learning the lessons and moving a little farther along before I fell the next time. And then learning to get a little bit more courage and taking maybe one hand off of the wall until finally, probably about 30 minutes later, I made it around the ice skating rink to the other side. And then I was done. And that was a, that was a powerful experience I can look back on and, and, and really reflect on as, as just kind of a small scale experience with failure. I mean, this was not a, a wide scale life transforming ex experience, although at the time it was something I could be very proud of in my four year old or five year old little snow boots. It was, but it was something I can look back on and, and, and associate with how I perceive failure. I could have fallen once. And then said, well, this is terrible. I don't like this. And then I would have gotten off the ice and I would have just considered myself a failure. But I chose instead to keep going. And this is something that, uh, David Manamo, who was on, uh, uh, was, was on my podcast not long ago had described pretty well that, that failure is only happens when we give up. If we keep going, we're not really failing. We're failing upward. We're failing forward. And that's exactly what I did was I failed forward in that experience. And you might not be trying to get an, uh, around an ice skating rink. Things might be a little more, uh, more difficult in your life. You know, this, it could be during these kinds of economic circumstances where we're seeing layoffs left and right from, from the big technology companies. You could be being laid off from one of those companies and that could feel like a tremendous failure. That has us feeling very vulnerable because of the lives that we, the livelihoods that we've put into these jobs that we have only to be laid off. You could be in the opposite position of being a leader who has to lay off people, which is no more, no more enjoyable uh, than, than having to sit on the other side of that chair. 
and you might feel like it's a failure. But I will say that as painful as those circumstances are, and I've been in that seat twice where I've lost my job uh, two occasions in my life and had to start from scratch. And it's never a fun thing, but the result is if you can look at it as an opportunity and you could seek the opportunity in it, you can change your perspective on, on that failure. Yeah, no, it's not going to be pleasant. It's, it's going to be painful, but remember that the growth happens in discomfort and this, is, this will be an opportunity to grow. Uh, in those, and, and we also have to remember within that, just kind of sitting in this, in this, in this world of, of layoffs at the moment. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll say that, that, that people like Abe Lincoln, Steve Jobs, J.K. Rowling, Howard Stern, Lady Gaga, Mark Cuban, Michael Bloomberg, Oprah Winfrey, and Walt Disney. Do you know what they all had in common? They were all laid off at one time. And Walt Disney in particular was laid off because, because the newspaper that he was laid off from said that he lacked imagination. Can you think about that? The guy who created Disneyland lacks imagination. I mean, he literally has employees called Imagineers, but remember that this, that even if it's not a good fit, it might just be a new opportunity to take on something new. And I'm not saying you have to go out there. You have to be Mark Cuban or Oprah Winfrey or anything like that. But if you can reshape that perspective of failure into something more meaningful, more empowering, it can change your life. I know it did even in the midst of my layoffs that, that, that I was uh, I was unhappy uh, that, that it was a scary time in my life, but I was able to, but in retrospect and looking back, it was probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me in those situations. And so that kind of leads into what, what can happen from failure? How can we shift it into it? How, what are some empowering ways in which we can look at failure? And I keep using the word because I want to, I want to reframe it completely. I don't want it to sound like it's a negative connotation. I want it to be just a setback that we can actually grow from. So the first thing of three is that failure builds resilience if we bring the right perspective to it. As long as we don't lean into that victim mentality and we don't live in that victim mentality, uh, we will, we can, we can instead perceive it and we can lean into open mindedness of what might be an opportunity that's yet to come. If we instead, fall, uh, uh, fall victim to whatever circumstances are happening to us that, that perceive us as victim, we're more likely to leave the ice skating rink before we get around the entire rink. And that is the ultimate definition of the negative failures that we, is that we give up before we have the chance to see the miracle happen. So that first part, it will build resilience if you allow it to. If you don't lean into that victim mentality and yes, it's going to hurt at first. Yes. It's okay to feel those feelings. Yes. It's okay to uh, do whatever you need to do to, to experience that feelings, but move on, move on from it and start to grow again and start to, and start to lean into the growth that you want to experience. And the second one, which is a little cliche, but it bears repeating is that failure is an opportunity to learn and grow. We can learn from those experiences in the, in a situation where you might be laid off from a job. 
you might think to yourself, well, this is a learning experience for me to understand maybe what kinds of positions I should be in, or maybe I can learn what might have helped me to keep that job or what kind of experiences I can I can gain from this or what kind of resourcefulness I can use so that if this ever happens again, I don't have to be in this, in this difficult of a state. I can learn from this. In my, in, in one of my circumstances, um, <clears throat> I, um, you know, about 11 years ago, I, I was at the, my bottom and this was, I was a terrible anxiety in the midst of my alcoholism. And I was at my worst to the point where I was sitting in a jail cell after a DUI. And I thought that my life was over. I was completely hopeless, but fortunately I leaned into help. I leaned into community. I learned leaned into that uh, resourcefulness and I learned lessons about myself at that point. I learned that I didn't have control over alcohol anymore. That, that, that I never really did. That, um, I learned that I was a true alcoholic. I learned to get real with myself. I learned to dig deep on my emotions and I learned to heal. That's what ultimately got me to that level of being able to face my fears, walk into the rooms of AA and start to recover from that. We can learn from our darkest moments. And if we choose to learn from those darkest moments, we can grow out of them and become something better so that a year later, a decade later, we can look back on our life and look at the number of miracles that have happened. And we can look back at our, our ourselves as we felt hopeless and feel grateful that we chose the path of healing and chose the path of learning. We can learn from failure. And when we do learn from failure, when we do learn from our setbacks, we can grow and that growth can compound on itself. And the final thing, the, fi the third thing that the third empowering way that we can look at failure is that failure is an opportunity to transform. And this is an important element of my experience coming out of that jail cell that, that day. I could have chosen not to transform and would have lived in that, in that spiral and probably not be alive today. But in, instead, I chose to transform who I was, not just learn from the experience, but even transcend that experience, transcend the desire to drink and transcend my anxiety to transform my life into something new, to transform who I was into something new that could be more powerful. How can the setbacks in your life spark a transformation in your life? How can what you would perceive as a failure spark a transformation? Is it a transformation of a new beginning, a new job, a new career, a new business, a new health venture? What is it in your life that you can transform? The power is within you. The power is, is within you and you can, you can succeed through that. Um, just one recent experience that, that I, I take this, this, uh, this message of, of empower, empowerment through failure or learning through failure or transforming through failure. I, I try to live it out in my own life now, especially as I continue to go through some of my own challenges, uh, in challenges in my business, challenges in, in, you know, starting up this, this coaching business and the speaking business or, or challenges in my own, you know, family or, or whatever it may be. 
it's not always perfect because I always feel the feelings. It's always hard. It's always uncomfortable. And a lot of, and sometimes I lean into that victim mentality of why me or why is this happening to me? But ultimately, if I can just take a deep breath and reset and look at, at, at a new perspective on it, uh, I, I can take that, take those setbacks and learn from them and transform. Recently, I've been taking a karate class. I've been, I've been in a karate class with my family. The whole family does it. It's really, really awesome. And I enjoy it. And in that karate class, uh, I learn a series of, we learn a series of defensive techniques. They're called DTs, which quite interesting for an alcoholic to learn something called the DTs when, you know, that's what I experienced in my alcoholic days, but I digress. Um, the DTs in, in karate are called defensive techniques. And there are over 100 of them, 108 of them, I think. And I'm on number 12. So that goes to show where, where I'm at about in my journey of, of this karate. Uh, but DT 12 was always a bit of a challenge to me. It seems very simple. You know, first you kick with one foot forward and then you spin, you kick with you, you, you kick towards your back and then you complete the spin and you land, you know, on your feet. And it was, it's always been difficult for me as I, as I trained for it. But I was recently in a class where our instructor said, you know, all right, we're going to focus on two DTs today. What is your favorite DT? And what is the one you're struggling with the most? And so I chose mine. And the one I was struggling with the most was DT 12. And over the course of the next hour, I had to do probably 50 or 60 of that DT that DT in a row in multiple different scenarios in, you know, against the air, against another person in a tactical situation so that I could learn to get to perfect it. 59 of those times I failed at it. The 60th and then the 61st and then the 62nd and so on and so forth for throughout however many times we did it. I actually did it correctly. I learned, I transformed it. I was able to transform the, uh, the, the actions that I was doing into something more positive because I was able to learn through that experience. I built the resilience. That's, that was my recent adult experience around, uh, of, of getting around the ice skating rink whilst falling throughout most of that experience. But throughout that process, I built resilience. I used it as an opportunity to learn and grow. And, um, and I used it to an oper as an opportunity to transform who I was. And ultimately, because of that perspective on, on failure and failing upward towards success, I was able to gain more confidence at the end and realize, now I can do this. What else can I do? We have that capability because of failure, because of the way we might fail, to increase our confidence and our competence. So what is your perspective on failure? Are you going to look at it as something that is insurmountable, something that something that leads into wanting to be a victim or leads you into wanting or, or leads you into this feeling of absolute hopelessness or despair? Are you going to use it to your advantage to grow, to become something new and to become your own greatest hero? Thank you for joining me today and I'll Look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Flow Over Fear podcast. If you're enjoying this show, please do me a favor and hit the subscribe button. I will be so grateful if you do. 
And I'll look forward to bringing you more value in our next episode. I'll see you then.